Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Welcome back to the e-commerce badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster. This is going to be a quick one today because it's the height of the holiday kickoff and you've probably been glued to your TV watching election results and you might be a little bit behind the eight ball. My goal here is to remind you that we're coming down to the wire and it might be time for you to set aside a block of time to assess where you're at right now and figure out what you have left to do so you can go into the rest of the holiday season focused on running the business. Back in late August, early September, I did a three-episode series walking you through my three-step process for executing a marketing campaign in your e-commerce business. It was focused on Q4 and holiday, but can be used for any big campaign or season. That's episodes 22 through 24. Take a listen if you haven't already. The link for that will be in the show notes. For today's episode, I want to cover two main things how to decide what your marketing should look like for your business, and a tool I love to use called a knockdown list. This is to help you get through all those little nitty gritty details, check off all the boxes, and make sure you have all your ducks in a row as you go into Black Friday weekend, Cyber Monday, otherwise known as the Cyber Five. And one other note, If you are behind schedule on fleshing out your holiday plans, your best bet is to limit your focus on things that drive the revenue and profit needles in your business. Don't get caught in the weeds on things like holiday graphics on your homepage. At this point in the game, it's a nice to have, but it's not necessary. Put your energy into marketing and selling your products. And if you have a small team and can't do all the marketing things, Focus on what has the highest potential of getting you to your goal. So let's break this down a little bit. When you're first thinking about your marketing strategy, holiday or not holiday, we're pretty quick to think we need to do all the things. And if you can and have already set yourself up to be able to do that, awesome, go for it. But if you're not, this is where you need to start getting real with yourself and figure out how you can actually hit your goals without running yourself ragged. And the best way to do that is to double down on what you know works and leave the rest for another day. There's a couple of other things you need to consider here. One, what drives the most revenue for you? And two, what is most profitable? We all know there's a difference between revenue and profit and different businesses are going to have different goals when it comes to what they're looking to achieve. Some businesses in the earlier stages are just looking to drive revenue and build their customer base. Other businesses have already gotten to a place where they've proven their concept, have a solid base of customers, and now are just ready to steadily maintain or grow their profit. Let's start with a profit mode because that's the more conservative route here. If your goal is to drive profitability, then you'll need to look at not only your revenue driving activities, but which are the most profitable. 
it's possible that your ads bring in more revenue, but that when you break down your ad spend and the management fee, it's less profitable than say getting on live video on Instagram or sending out emails. You'll have to dig into your numbers to really understand this. And it's going to be different for every business, but Remember that just looking at your revenue isn't enough to really tell you the impact this particular activity is having on your business. And don't forget to consider the cost of the person executing this, even if that person is you. You'll also want to think about the customer you're going to attract with this type of marketing. Are they going to be a one-hit wonder or a long-time customer with a high lifetime value? Are they a repeat customer who is likely to spend more in their individual transaction or are they brand new and likely to be on the lower end or below your average order value, proving that you'll need more of them to make up the same revenue as that one repeat customer. In a previous episode, and I can't for the life of me remember which one, I talked about two clients I've worked with, one in the bridal industry and another in a hobby industry. Their customer bases are vastly different, with the latter having a much higher repeat customer rate. For her, email is already a huge driver of her business, and it's likely that even adding just a little bit of additional effort there would lead to additional revenue. I have another client that while ads looked to be performing well on the surface, once she really dug into the numbers, she figured out actually Instagram is driving a more significant impact and they're going to put more effort there while scaling back ads to just focus on retargeting. Now, of course, marketing is truly a puzzle and all of the pieces fit together and support one another. But with a little research, you should be able to pull out some clear winners that you can put more effort into during this season and just give yourself permission to not do all the things. On the flip side of this, what if you're just focused on increasing your revenue and building your customer base? Profits be damned. Firstly, I would challenge you on that for a moment and ask you why that is. Do you really not need to be profitable right now because your business is new, you have another source of income and money to invest? Or is it just because you think it would be cool to say you had a lot of revenue? If you determine that it really is because you don't need the profit right now, that's how I started in my business, by the way, constantly reinvesting to grow, then you want to approach this a little bit differently. For you, visibility is going to be key and ads are probably a good way to do that. Your goal here might be to just break even on ads so you can grow your customer base. You might even be willing to lose a little bit of money because you know that you'll make up the difference with the lifetime value of your customer. No, I do not recommend you do this unless you really have the money to lose. But if that is the case for you, then totally go for it. Dial up that ad spend, show up on social media every single day send emails to your list, dive into the hustle and grind to capture those customers and that revenue, and then make sure you hit the ground running next year with a plan to retain them. Whatever you decide to do, make sure it's in line with your business goals and what you want to create. Okay, let's talk about the knockdown list. Truth be told, it ain't fancy. It's nothing more than a brain dump into a spreadsheet. A few days to a week before a campaign is supposed to launch, I'll do a brain dump of everything that is still outstanding from my original plan. 
I personally like to create this list separate, even if I already have all of these listed in a task management board, right, that I set up from the beginning, because it helps me to just rewrite everything again and see it fresh in its own space, just what's left. So what do I include in this list? Things like emails I need to schedule, supplies I need to order, canned customer service responses I need to write, website graphics I need to create and add to the site, social media content, last minute inventory and site merchandising checks, gift guides that still need to be created. Basically anything I came up with in my initial planning, preparation and promotion that has yet to be completed. And this is where you have to give yourself and your team grace because it's possible your list is too big to complete before everything kicks into high gear. Once I get everything on the list, then I prioritize. I usually keep it simple with must-haves versus nice-to-have, and I'll delegate or execute accordingly. My focus is always going to be on those things that drive revenue and profit first, as I mentioned earlier. If we take that list I just ran through, I would forsake holiday graphics on my website for email marketing because I know that's more likely to be an actual revenue driver. Another way you can approach this is by using the Eisenhower matrix that I talked about in episode 28, where I talk through how to have smooth operations in business and life during this important season. Ultimately, the goal of the knockdown list and this podcast episode is to remind you to take a step back, come back to center and figure out what your next best steps are away from the noise, away from the shoulds and all the chaos swirling in your brain. Coming up in the next couple weeks on the podcast are some reflections of 2020, some more mini episodes like this, where I'm going to cover some quick but important topics that you'll be able to listen to without much time investment, because let's be serious, you're going to be busy. I'm excited to close out 2020 with you and share what I've got in store for next year. Thank you so much for hanging out, e-commerce friends, and I will see you on the flip side. so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're looking to surround yourself with more product entrepreneurs who totally get your life right now, get your booty on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time, e-commerce friends, stay badass.